It's Wednesday, the 22nd of February, and welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm Catherine Alcorn, and I'm joined by my co-host, Shane Lee. Hello, legend. How are you, mate? I turned over the TV last night, and I came across my favourite cartoon of all time. Oh. Mm. Okay, random. What? What? What is it? Well, my, what was it? Uh, <laughs> Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I absolutely love Scooby-Doo. I forgot how much I used to like that guy growing up, but uh, do you have a favourite cartoon? Oh, look. <laughs> the random question? Yeah, very random, but uh, I was of the every, – every night on the ABC, it would be um, Roger Ramjet, Rocky and Bullwinkle, but uh, <laughs> um, look, I can't go past The Simpsons. And I enjoy it oh, even on. now because you know, it, honestly, it's really made for it's made for the adults out there. And my favourite <laughs> episode is when Homer is working two jobs to try and buy Lisa a pony. And the scene, <laughs> which I relate to now more than ever, is when he comes home from his second shift. He puts his head down on the pillow, and then the alarm clock goes off at six a.m. A minute later, <laughs> and he gets straight back up again. I know the feeling. Yeah, don't we all, mate? Don't we all? Yeah. So yeah, it's got to be The Simpsons for me. All right, well, today on the show, we will be talking cricket, Matildas, all the L's, EPL, AFL, NRL and more. Stay with us. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. Afternoon Sport. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com. We're going to kick off with some cricket, and this bloke isn't coming up short. I'm, of course, talking about Matthew Short, who is pushing his case for a national call-up after his maiden Sheffield Shield century. Well, he's having a bumper season. Uh, he was named the Big Bash Player of the Year with 448 runs at a strike rate of 144. Massive. Um, that's off. Yeah, huge, huge series for him. That's off the back of um, him scoring 108 in the Marsh Cup. That's that's a 50-over domestic comp. But then he's been now sort of promoted into the Shield team and he's, he's a, obviously a fast-scoring batsman and he's been really inspired by Brendan McCullum and the way England's play at the moment with Basball. And he's come out in the Sheffield Shield game. He scored 70, uh, 70 runs off 69 balls in the first innings. Then to bring up his maiden Sheffield Sheffield Shield century with 119 of 113 balls, they're even talking about now potentially getting him straight over to India. Oh, I think that'd be send a, him over. Th- <laughs> mayday, well, mayday. <laughs> yeah, h- how to destroy a young kid coming through doing well? <laughs> I wouldn't be sending him there just yet. But uh, look, there's really really good signs. He can score in all three formats. He will definitely take. Um, uh, Aaron Finch's spot in that T20 team uh, come the start of the T20 tournament next year. And moving over to cricket in America, I ha- I laughed out loud when I read this, but you've heard that right. Mm. And Aussie Steve Smith is reportedly looking to join the $174 million Major League Cricket next year. Well, this has been going on for a while. They've been trying to get up a uh, their own tournament in the US. There's been a few failed attempts. The real interesting thing about this is that New South Wales Cricket is, is has a strategic partnership with this new league in the US, basically because if they don't do that, 
New South Wales cricket could become almost obsolete with all these franchises around the world happening. So they're, they're allying themselves with, with that tournament. That'll mean they'll provide not only players to go and play over there, but some staff as well. Um, it starts, I think, in April, and they're looking at playing across two states over at the moment, Texas and North Carolina. But the funding's coming from uh, Microsoft boss Satya Nadella uh, and Bollywood legend Sharak Khan, um, who are putting in significant money in. We all know what the IPL looks like at the moment, how much, how much money they're making um, in that tournament. And with the huge Indian population in the US and the TV rights over there, this could be just as lucrative. Oh, so you reckon there is an audience over there for it? Oh, 100%. Um, I remember we went to, played in LA back in the early 90s with the Australian, Australia A team. We were starting at five in the morning, but there was about 152 cricket teams in um, Hollywood. Oh, wow. So there's there's heaps of ex- expats playing over there. So it's pretty much targeted for the Indian audience and, and the fast-growing Indian population over there. Oh, that's very exciting. Mm. We're moving over to soccer now, and Aussie manager Ange Postacoglu is tipped to leave Celtic to take over the fallen Premier League's Giants leads if they can keep it up. Yeah, well, that's a good point, <laughs> so, so to speak. <laughs> no, but there's, there's two guys in the race here. They're saying that um, Ange, obviously, uh, he's the coach at Celtic in the Scottish Premier League. He won the Premiership last year for the first time with Celtic. They're nine points clear this year, um, but they're not sure whether the league is going to be either relegated. They're currently 19th in the EPL. There's other a strong rumour that um, Javi Gracia from... The ex-Watford boss may be the manager as well. So there's two in the race there. But uh, Ange's dream is to coach um, in the EPL and uh, his credentials are becoming better by the day with his performances. Well, let's move over to the Champions League build-up and transfer news now. Shano, catch us up. What is happening? Yep. Well, uh, Liverpool hosting Real Madrid, which is huge um, in the Champions League, Mm. and Frankfurt are taking on um, Napoli. Um, Some big, big issues over there with... um, Look, Liverpool are currently 11th and... John Henry, the owner, uh, there's rumours around he's maybe selling the club, but he said he's not, he's, but he's expecting some more investment. So, uh, interesting, he bought this club for £300 million back in 2010 and have some really high-profile owners like LeBron James from the NBA as well. So, yeah, it's yeah. a very, very high-profile club and, and lots of talk. It, it's a fine line. The club sort of run on the smell of an oily rag when it gets to you know, depending on where they finish in a competition. So if you're in the top four, you're generally good with sponsorship and TV rights. You slip out of that, it becomes very, very tough to pay the players and to make it make it profitable. Well, this is really exciting news. Australia's iconic national soccer teams are off to Old Blighty to face England in London. Yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? Um, isn't it? So great. Yeah, both the men and the women are heading over there. Uh, the men will play, I think it's April 11th, against England at Wembley. Um, and the girls are taking on uh, the Lionesses, I think they're called. Yes. Uh, at, Brent- at Brentford around the same time. So, yeah, huge news. It's just good to see us getting high-profile matches. Oh, it's fantastic. And to play at Wembley, I mean, yeah. that's any soccer player's dream. 100% would be huge. All right, well, stay with us because we'll be talking AFL, NRL and more after this short break. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need this summer is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly.
Moving on to tennis now, where Novak Djokovic has equaled Steffi Graf's record for the most weeks as the world number one. This guy is going to go down holding every record, including the biggest dick. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he is uh, he's unstoppable. At age 35, he's been number one, equaling Steffi Graf for 377 weeks in his career, which is a huge effort. He's a 22-time Grand Slam champion. At 35, he still looks very young and moves very well. Um, I dare say he will What be- is his secret? Yeah, I don't know. He didn't get vaccinated. I'm not sure. Um, but look, <laughs> I, I, I think possibly he could win 25 Grand Slams in the end. That's what I'm tipping. Absolutely huge. Well, moving to AFL now where Zach Merritt has been appointed the Bombers captain. Yeah, that's huge. Zach Merritt uh, uh, is the 41st captain of the Essendon Football Club. Um, he's played 184 games and he succeeds Dyson Heppel, um, who stepped down from the captaincy role to focus more on his own game this year. So, yeah, he's very, very proud to become the 41st captain of the Essendon Football Club. And now, Shane, coming up to our favourite, NRL, and over to the days of our lives yeah. at the NRL. The Dragons have punished two stars, too drunk to remember, after giving it too much of a nudgy in Mudgy. What <laughs> happened out there? <laughs> Makali Ravalawa and Zane Musgrove got into a scuffle. Uh, this is post being thumped by South Sydney Rabbitohs mm. 42 to 24. Um, but I love Ravalara's uh, defence. He goes, I don't, I was too drunk to remember. I don't know what happened. So if you, if you don't remember, did it really happen? Well, exactly. And, you know, the boys, <laughs> the reason they went out drinking was because they had a buy, so they had some time to sort of all sit around and get tanked. But my goodness. Oh. Yeah, look, Anthony Griffin, the coach, he is under serious pressure now. Like, look, they were, they were thinking that the club reappointed him. They were going to um, flick him last year. Um, they've extended his contract, but come on. Has, the season hasn't even started and the players are going out getting pissed. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So what will the, what's the punishment? Well, they're, they're saying no punishment. They're saying it was, it was a minor, it was a minor um, issue. Um, if that's a minor issue, getting hammered and, and having a fight with your teammates, I'd hate to see what a major one looks like. <laughs> well, staying here, why the Rabbitohs star is reluctant to see the NRL blanket stand-down policy. Well, this is Campbell Graham. He's had a few head knocks himself. He, mm. he praised the NRL and the clubs for better ju- educating players, both on short and long-term concussion. But he doesn't believe in mandatory one-week stand-down if anyone receives a concussion. He says there's, there's the d- degrees of concussion. The problem is we don't know enough about it just yet. Kath. Well, that's yeah. right. It's it's better to play it safe, isn't it? You might get a tiny head knock, but yeah. that could eventuate into something further down yeah, the line. Until we have real a lot more evidence and understanding of, of exactly what the trauma involves, I think that's a pretty good idea for a one-week stand-down. A lot of people aren't going to like it. Um, people are going to get ruled out. It's going to cost them potentially playing in a semi-final or a grand final. But for if the game's going to last and we're going to have kids playing in the future – we need to really get a good understanding of, of what these effects are. So after these head knocks, Shano, do the players go through an MRI? What's the process? Um, that's a really good question. Um, yeah, they would do. They have asked for a number of questions when it happens. They they all understand now what um, some of the signs are, whether it's dizziness, whether it's uh, having a headache, uh, whether it's um, reacting slowly, all these sort of um, telltale signs. God, that's me every day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's me as a mum. <laughs> That's because you're beating your head against the wall trying to get the kids to go to That's bed. That's exactly yeah, right. I know. Um, but, yeah, there's lots to go into it. And they're now starting to get more of a, uh, an understanding of 
uh, when there is serious concussion and and post mortem as well when when uh, athletes have passed away and they donate their brains to science, they're getting a real understanding of what those effects are. All right, and moving over to NFL now, an Australian punter, Aaron Sipos, is back home after his Super Bowl nightmare. The poor bloke. Yeah, I feel feel for this guy. He oh, so do yeah, I. Yeah, he's got a job where you basically only do one or two things in the game, and if you stuff it up, which he sort of did, um, it could mean the end of his career. Um, I really feel for this guy because he was out injured. He hadn't played a game since December. And he did everything he could to get fit and get it right and, and make the Super Bowl, which is a, a dream for any, any um, NFL footballer. But that one kick, which led to Kansas City Chiefs match-defining touchdown, uh, was off his boot, unfortunately. And, and uh, people won't forget that. I dare, I dare say his contract will be under review. Oh, dear. Just, yep. what, just what you don't yep. need. I know. And that's it, Shano. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Fantastic sponsors. Barclay Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away. And, of course, thank you to our fabulous producer, Dan McHugh. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts, like the Building Resilience podcast. Noel Allnup, the CEO of Securo, explores the minds of world-class performers in order to deconstruct their life tools and ethos that can help us create growth and optimise business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon sport.